0: But the chopper Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 200 of the Weird Science Marvel Comics podcast. How do you do, fellow kids? Oh, my. It is a anniversary slash milestone, I think. Episode 200. We made it, everyone. We finally made it. And I want to tell you, before we go into what ends up being a Empire-dominated podcast tonight, we're going to be talking two of the tie-in books of the Empire event, let me tell you where you can find us all around the internet. So you can go over to Twitter, and we're at WS Marvel Comics. We follow everybody that follows us. Follow us, we'll follow you back like creepers. You can go over to our website, WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com dot com, where we have reviews, previews, news items, commentaries, all that sort of thing. We also have a YouTube channel, duh, Weird Science, duh, ba, duh, Weird Science Comics, where I personally end up doing video reviews, news stories, things like that as well. If you go over there, it'd be great if you would subscribe. And we also have a Patreon account where if you think that we do a good enough job doing three podcasts a week on just this feed, You've seen nothing yet. You go over to our Patreon. We have a ton of shows, a ton of Marvel shows. Uh, One of the big things me and Brandon do each and every Wednesday, new comic book day, is we end up having our Marvel Comics exclusive podcast, our Patreon exclusive show. Two books we talk about that are picked by the Badass of to get fresh crew, beep, boop, and they end up picking whatever they want from that week. In a poll that we do, and then me and Brandon talk about them. Now I'll add a little extra deal with the Patreon. I've talked about this before, and it always gets confusing. I'll try to keep it as you know as easy to understand as I can. I'm doing this show. That's episode 200. Me and Brandon will get together for episode 201 on Tuesday. Both of these obviously will be on this regular feed. You can listen to them, whatever. Go nuts. Listen to them a hundred times if you want. I don't know why you would. But then for episodes, 202, which is an X-Men show that will come out Friday, 203, next Sunday spotlight, and then 204, the next Tuesday show with me and Brandon, they'll all be Patreon exclusive. If you want to listen to those, you go over and sign up on the Patreon. And if you don't want to do that, then you can just sign those off and say, yeah, they went on vacation. And then you just... Just ignore the idea that there won't be those three numbers in the progression of podcast on the regular feed. But it's something that we do anytime there's five weeks in a month. The fifth week it happens a couple of times a year. We end up doing it where those shows are Patreon exclusive. So there'll be three shows. They'll be on the Patreon. If not, we'll see you in a week. You can pretend we took a vacation, but I'm going to go off. It's a vacation talking about this Empire event, right? Oh, my. And just before I go into these books, let me just say me and Brandon on Tuesday will be talking about Empire Number 2 and Wolverine Number 3, more specific of what I'm saying, well, the Empire book. So when we get to that, I'll probably reiterate what I'm going to say now. But... I need something to grab me. I need something to make me excited for this event. I need something to make me think to myself, I need to read all of these issues, including these tie-ins. I need to get, you know, and if that happens, then I will come on the podcast and say, oh, man, everybody, you got to read these. Now, I don't take that lightly. And I think that people who know me, people who have listened to the podcast, I don't just blindly say, oh, you got to read this, because I know that these things cost money. I know that people, you know, don't always have that money and they have to pick and choose what they are going to buy. So when I go through these books and I end up saying, yeah, it's not hitting me yet, I'm that, you know, this is just me, number one, obviously. But I'm not just going to throw it out there. I, I really won't. I get these books for free to review. So I, I have that benefit, but I'm not going to use that benefit just to throw out there. Oh, yeah, you got to get this. You got to buy it because there are some people who I hope trust my opinion. And if I say that and then you go and get something and then you're going to hate me. You're going to come after me. And I don't want that. But I'm I'm definitely not going to say at this moment that this whole empire event is something that i think is a must read. I have not really read any issue at all including the two main books or the tie-ins i ended up talking about the x-men tie-in on friday but it, I, nothing's grabbed me to the point where i can say oh my god you got to read this and i but i want that. I want to stress that as well. That's what i want. This event at one point had 50-plus issues involved. They cut it down to 30-plus issues. That's still a lot of issues. It better start doing something and doing it quick because I am losing interest in it, and when I start losing interest, which is very easy with my lack of attention span, but if I start losing interest and I still – I'm going to be talking about them, and I start losing my patience, and I start losing my temper. Is that it? Losing my temper. I end up getting angry. Not there yet. I'm still trying to get there. Well, we might get there tonight. We'll see. But I just wanted to kind of throw that a little PSA out there so everybody knows kind of where I stand and also with the whole idea of I know that, and I'm telling you, that I get these books for free, so I am not just going to throw, you know, hey, everybody, you got to buy it. Oh, geez. And it, it would help for everybody to buy it so that they want to listen to the podcast, but I'm playing that game. I ain't faking the funk here. Uh, so maybe, just maybe, one of these books tonight, one of these two will will get me. They won't. I'm just telling you, I'm playing a game here. I already read them. I know they won't, but we'll talk and we'll see what's going on. And then in the meantime, yeah, I'd like to hear from everybody and tell me what they think of it. But I'm going to start off with Empire Avengers number one. All right. And Empire Avengers number one is written by Jim Zub, art by Carlos Magno, colors by Espen Grutin, Jern, and letters by VCs Corey Pettit. And yes... I think that the last name of Jern is awesome and and punches you in the chops, that one does. That's a tough last name. The Korean Scroll Empires have united under Emperor Hokling to fight a common enemy. The celestial Messiah Kwa and his plant like Kotadio have claimed Earth's moon as their own. But the Kotadi want more than justice for the crimes of the Korean Scrolls committed against them. They want to exterminate all animal life, starting with Earth. Like it was our fault, right? <laughs> it kind of was. He ended up having the Avengers really screwing Z Pooch. Can Earth's heroes stop their deadly campaign before the kree Scroll Alliance decides to sacrifice one world to save the universe? Now, there, there is a cool thing with that. Something that I didn't think about that there is a possibility that the Kree and the Scroll would decide, Hey, let's just destroy Earth. Stop this in its tracks now. Number one, I don't know that that stops it in its tracks because you did end up having swordsman quad. They went off. They they ended up disappearing. So who knows what's going on with them? Also, I don't know that I could sit there and say that Emperor Hulkling would ever do that to Earth. I, I don't think he would, even though you could end up maybe a little mutiny, a mutiny on the bounty, maybe. But with all that, it it kind of ends up this book being something where. There's always some little thing that bothers me as we go through this. Uh, Starting with the idea that Jim Zub is not really writing an Avengers book here. It is more of an Agents of Wakanda book. Now, that's fine. If they didn't already cancel the Agents of Wakanda tie-in they were going to have. So, is he now doing like a backdoor pilot in this one to make it? Also, the regular... Agents of Wakanda book was cancelled because nobody was reading it. So you end up making this, which says Avengers on it, into more of an Agents of Wakanda book, and that is kind of a nitpick, but it does kind of bother me, though what Jim Zub seems to be very proud of on Twitter and what a lot of people are excited about with this book is the idea that you are getting a lot of cool characters here. You you really are. You end up, you know, having a lot of them being the Agents of Wakanda. But if you haven't been reading that book, you're you're going to get Mockingbird, Vision, Scarlet Witch, Quicksilver, Dr. Voodoo. You get Black Knight. You have so many cool characters in here. I just think, though, without it being more of an Avengers book, it does seem to lessen things. It seems to make it like, OK, this is one of them goofy times, which it kind of is. But I want it to feel big. I want it to feel bigger. And so when we go into this, what you're going to end up having, what Jim Zub is going to play here, is the idea that the Korean Scroll, the combined army, they have come to Earth, and they're going to be fighting off the Kotati. While the Earth's heroes will just go with, because, you know, there's a bunch of different ones. But Earth's heroes are also going to go after the Kotadi. they are the threat in the here and now with a little bit of let's watch our backs so that the kree and the scroll don't stab us in the backs at the end okay that's fine but i don't think that there's a clear transition from say empire number two to this the last book that came out empire number two comes out this week with this and so when you go into this at the end of Empire Number Two, I'm left to think in my mind that the Korean Scroll they are in trouble. They end up being pretty much that armada decimated by the Kotati. They've got to regroup. They got to figure things out. They still should be pissed at the Avengers. You end up having Captain Marvel now as part of the Accuser Corps. Like there's a lot of things going on, and I know that a lot of that will be dealt with in the main book, but I need. Some reference here, I need some setup. You even have the idea that at a point they end up going against the Kotati, who I don't really know. And maybe that's part of my fault, but I don't know that some of the Kotati are magic users that could end up doing the spells and the spores. And that. So there's a lot of things just thrown out there, but in the end, especially how it ends in the Savage Lands, It ends up feeling like that is a way to separate what's going on here from the main fight to make it its own thing, which is fine, but it also makes it less. Again, it makes it something, well, if I don't have the money or eh, I don't really like these characters, I'm out, and I don't feel like you'd be missing much, especially since it says Avengers, and you start off with Iron Man saying, yeah, I'm in the lab, I'm cooking up stuff here, Cricket. I'm down in the lab doing stuff in the hot pot. <laughs> and this is my rap. I'm rapping like the kids do nowadays, right? <laughs> is that what, what I'm trying to do? How do you, do, fellow kids? Uh, I'm trying to get that So you end up where, you know, Tony's like, hey, I'm trying to figure out something going on with this Kotati contamination. It's more in the theory phase, not the application. Cyan R, suck a piece out. He goes off. So you're like, all right, we're one less Avengers in the Avengers time. Cap just seems like he wants to sit at the garden on the Wakanda helicarrier and just yell out catchphrases. He yells out, we're Earth's mightiest heroes. I, I want everybody to say, Cap get hit in the head, and he's just blurting out stuff like this. Yeah, thanks a lot, Cap. Uh, is that your plan, T- to scare them with your phrases? So they're trying to figure out what's going on here. You do end up having Vision, and Dr. Nemesis gets sent over to Manhattan to meet up with Luke Cage because... There is a fungus among us that is taking over the whole reservoir where Luke Cage is checking out. Then you know, Doctor Nemesis is like looks like a fungus. All right, so Vision says, "I'm gonna phase down, see what's you know on the down below." He goes down, and oh my god, I hear a heartbeat. Nah, there's there's a monster down here. There's the plant monster that just called me a stupid robot. How dare he call me How a stupid? He's like, I think there's gonna be something that you're going to have to do Luke Cage, and we just leave that. That is not that exciting. <laughs> it's not something that I could say with what seems to be a universal problem with the Kotati that I really should be concerned because there is a trash-talking fungus monster in the reservoir of Manhattan that needs a punching. There you go from there. Well, the next bit, you go to Mexico Way. South of the border, it is where you end up having Quicksilver, Wonder Man, and Mockingbird going down because a village is under attack. They're going to save the villagers. You end up having Quicksilver run ahead to grab all the villagers out of the way so that you can have Wonder Man, you know, Mockingbird, and Quicksilver attack while well, Quicksilver gets taken out by a spear. And so you end up having Wonder Man and Mockingbird, they're fighting, everybody's going, guns ablazing. they're shooting, they're firing. And it looks like they're causing some, you know, some damage. Maybe killing. You you're firing guns. You may kill some of these plants. Uh and that's where you end up having the Cree and Scroll Combined Army come in, which threw me off because I didn't really know they were on Earth at this point. I'll tell you, I was a dummy. When I first saw it, I saw One of the scroll, they have the same outfit, so you end up having this armada, this army dressed the same. You got to see what they're saying, you know. Oh, the blue ones, the Kree, the green ones, they're the scroll. So when I first saw the the scroll, I'm like, I I thought that it was a Kotadi, but they they aren't. So they're they're going to get there, and and basically they're only there because when the Earth's mightiest heroes decide, okay, we put down. The Kotadi threat. We're not going to kill them, even though it looks like they are. But we're not going to kill them because you end up having Wonder Man. Hey, uh, do we have the plant POW camp? What the hell is that? What do you think that is? I mean, really, I want them to go. Uh, Simon, uh did did you set this up? What what do you what do you think this is? A salad bar? I, what are you talking about? It's such a weird and like. Okay. Well, what are we going to do with all of these Koteni? And that's where you end up having the force deal with the Kree and the scroll. I know what we're going to do. We're going to kill them. This is what we're going to do. These nonsense. So, yeah. You know, oh, whoa, whoa. You can't do that. We're on earth. Earth rules. We're the ones, you know, earth rules, Kree scroll drools. And so they go back and forth. This is our planet, our rules, Mockingbird yells. But you kind of, you know, especially because you kind of branded in. A bit with the Avengers, they screwed the pooch. They screwed everyone, especially the Kree and the Scroll, who just want to end this and go home so they can just watch Netflix and chill or whatever they do. So, that, you know, you end up having this fight back and forth. Well, then you end up where, because it was mentioned before that the Kree and the Skrull may cause, all of a sudden now they're against. Our heroes—they end up zapping Mockingbird, Wonder Man He's trying to do things. Everybody's in trouble, and then we just go back to the Helicarrier. So we we end up having again. Am I that concerned with the Cree and the Scroll attacking Mockingbird and Pietro and Wonderman down Mexico Way? Not really. I, I really am not. So we go to the next deal and. Again, the next deal is going to be where I think the fun can be had, and it does end up the cliffhanger, so you would think it's the main deal where T'Challa is trying to figure out, okay, we got a lot of problems around these Kotati. They're like weeds. They are, and they're growing everywhere. we got to figure out what's going on. Okay, well, all of a sudden they get beep, beep, beep. There is an alarm where Okoye is like, oh, my God, it looks like there's a weird energy surge. From Antarctica, well, I I only just started reading this stuff in the Fresh Start. Fresh Start. Now, we're at episode 200, so I've done some things, but even I know when that goes off of it's the Savage Lands. I even thought when we get in there, like, okay, there's are. we're going to go to the Savage Lands. The Savage Lands seems like something where it would be a hotbed for the Kotati. You don't want them there. Why isn't anybody reacting ahead of time and doing something? And then when the alarm goes off of is like, I don't know what that is. What's going on with that? And that's where Kay's are oh, my God, the Savage Lands. Oh, my goodness. But we shouldn't have that much problem because Shauna's there, right? And T'Challa's like, yeah, you're right. Shauna's there. I'm going to call her. Hey, beep, boop, boop. Hey, uh, you have reached the voicemail of Shauna Plunder. You, we are not home right now. It doesn't answer. So, like, oh my God, what's going on? And that's where you end up with Kazar's like, well, Shauna and my boy Matt, Matt Plunder, they're going to be fine. I mean, nothing can do anything to them. They're awesome, but we better go there. So, you end up having Dr. Voodoo's going to teleport them. You're going to have Kazar, Scarlet Witch, Black Knight all going to the Savage Lands to see. What's going on And when they get there Also Zabu is there with them They end up in the Savage Lands They see a dinosaur that's killed Oh no, a dinosaur killed But the Swamp Tribe wouldn't have done this With a raiding party Because they didn't take the meat Or the building materials Those are the bones You know, this isn't right All right, Scarlet Witch, see what's going on Okay, I'm going to use my magic and see if there's Oh no, the plants, they're attacking And they get attacked by the Kotadis And now we have another. Just fight. And, again, do I care overall about a fight in the Savage Lands? Not really, but this is more fun than the others. This is where the fun, in my mind, can be had. As, you know, you're fighting, there's some trash talking, you end up with weird things, you know, kids are back off, weed warriors! That's what I, you know, there's too many of them around, especially in my house. But you end up also... Where the cotati vegetation will triumph, and then you have the trash-talking black knight. Yeah, great, Bring it on broccoli, pal. I'm like, this isn't funny. <laughs> this is—you have fun characters. These lines are awful, and so they end up going, and you know, it's going back and forth until all of a sudden, a rumbling comes, a man thing comes out of the ground as if he's the Undertaker coming back for WrestleMania each year, and everybody gets. Throwing aside, oh no, what's going on? Hey, the smoke's clearing Oh no, Shauna is leading the Cotati And that's where you end up having Shauna, And then you end, okay That's that's kind of a a cool ending But overall, nonsense (laughs) Just nonsense It's something that if you just I, I can see people liking this I can see people liking this as a side book to have fun Hey, you know, this is my guilty pleasure. But in a deal, now we're only two issues in the main deal. So I, I do have to give it some more time. But at this moment, the main book is not hitting with me. So I don't need a guilty pleasure. I don't need that side book for the fun stuff because everything else is so serious, but it's hitting hard. So at this point, I would have this book earmarked in the idea of, okay, if the regular event book starts to hit for me and I need something to lighten the mood, yeah, these characters are pretty cool, I can go to this. But in the meantime, you know, I'm just sitting there like, now you're you you you're here having your fun times and your jokes, but when, when are we going to get a big story? When are we going to get something that I can grab onto to really, really want to read these? And this isn't it. That is something that may not be, you know, something that a tie-in should have put on its shoulders But I told you, I'm I'm desperate For something to get me going At least this can be some fun The art is really, really good I do like the art a lot in this Because of that, I'm actually going to give it A 6 out of 10 But that's a lot of art The story itself is just It just doesn't do anything It's not exactly infuriating It just ends up not doing much And for a book That pretty much is A fight, then another fight, and then a third fight. I still got a little bored going through this. Not not as bored as the next book, I'll tell you. There's a little hint, but yeah, I'm gonna give this a six out of ten and move on to that next book, which is Lords of Empire, Emperor Hokling Number One. All right, and Lords of Empire, Emperor Hokling Number One is written by Chip Zdarsky and Anthony Oliveira. Pencils by Manuel Garcia, inks by Cam Smith, and colors by Triona Farrell, letters by VCs Travis Lanham. After years of conflict, the Cree and Skrull empires have suddenly united under the leadership of Emperor Doric Eighth, the Young Avenger and Cree skrull hybrid known as Hulkling. His first act as emperor was to order all the combined forces to Earth to defeat their mutual enemy, the plant-like race known as the Katati. In other words, the newly formed empires headed to war. But there is a story yet to be told, the story of how the boy, once known as Teddy Altman, the fiancé of the young Avenger Wiccan, and a beloved hero, a young man still finding his place in the world, became the linchpin of a war-like cosmos. And obviously, Hulkling is huge in the story. He is the hybrid emperor of the Kree and the Scroll. They've finally been able to come together because of his combined heritage. And if you don't know anything about Hulkling, I will tell you that this book will serve you pretty well. You're going to get a background of how he ended up coming to be. You even see Galactus destroy the Skrull homeworld, where then you end up having... Little Hokling getting sent away, getting sent away through time and space to a planet that will be able to, it's very Superman like, but you end up having him go to Earth where he's going to be raised by a Mrs. Altman who is a surrogate mother. Now, in a weird twist and turn with that, Mrs. Altman was killed by Super Scroll, who's now his Scroll part advisor. So there are things in this that are pretty cool. You end up spelling all this out. Now, with that, if you know all about Hochling and you know his history, I don't think you're going to need to read this. Also, even if I say, hey, you know, you should read, it's boring. Uh, Most of this book is so overwordy. It ended up making me so bored to get through. At the end, I learned some things, so I have to give it some pluses there. But the minus is I kept looking at the page count because I was bored out of my gourd. I I ended up at one point like, how long is this thing? 99 pages? What is this? Wayne Gretzky? I I can't deal with it. So I ended up where I I don't even think the art's that great either. The art's okay. The art is adequate. It didn't wow me. What you're going to get from this, though, is you're going to get an introduction to Hulkling, and also you're going to see what is the most important thing to him, and that's Wiccan. And I love that. I love the Young Avengers book. I ended up, that was one of the books that, on a whim, I started reading in the Marvel Unlimited app and fell in love with it and fell in love with Hulkling and Wiccan. So when I found out that oh Empire oh look at the crease scroll cut Ka- oh wait Holcling's in it and I was excited this is that was pretty much my inch in character this is the thing that was going to get me I just haven't gotten that excited overall with it yet but with that you are going to really really stress that Holcling and Wiccan love each other they'll do anything for each other but. In a Romeo and Juliet situation, I mean, it really is the obvious that it is, you end up having to have Hokling denounce this relationship because he has to now be the emperor of the Korean scroll, and they don't want that nonsense. They don't need a, you know, we don't need our emperor dealing with, at, at points, even calling Wiki like, A monkey, uh, you know A a primitive deal A native of Earth This is nonsense to them These Earthlings, you know, whatever So he does do that with his fingers crossed Because we know he's not going to do that And so that's set up well You also have some other things in this That I thought were very interesting Because it does expand on the idea Of this hybrid Emperor You end up where if you didn't have this book and didn't really dive into the whole thing of it, you're just like, okay, well, you'd have the Cree, the scroll, Yeah, they're together. Out of all this time, they're coming together because there is a whole cat. He's both. Well, that is fine. But to make it feel like it's more real, to make it feel like this is something that is more important, you do end up having... That there's extremists. There's, you know, the extreme group of Cree who are like, we don't need somebody who's also half scroll. You know, we don't need this peace And plus, this emperor is telling us that we should be not warlike. And the scroll. we don't need that. So you do see that, that there are groups and these groups are going after, you know, they want to kill Hulkling. They want to take him down. They're not really done with this alliance and what's going on. Now, I do think that what ends up happening by the time we get to, you know, what's going on in the Empire book and the whole deal. Well, the Katadi, their attacks, and so now we all have a common enemy. So let's go. But I do like seeing it fleshed out a little more. I, I really do. I like seeing all of that. Well, while all that is being done and all that, we do end up seeing also that. You know, you have some people in his inner circle that might not be the greatest. You do end up having Tanulf, the pursuer that we've seen in the main book, where she's there. She's the Cree part of the equation, but she doesn't seem like she's not on the up and up. She's actually trying to cause problems. And But it, it, I think that what you're seeing here is one of those problems of, Like, okay, I'll cause this problem that'll then make Hoechlin kind of come together with this. Like, I think that what she is trying to do might be at the end in her mind, the right thing to get everybody. But it's not great. So you have that going on. So that throws in. But one of my biggest problems, like I said, is it's not exciting. It's boring. It's very wordy. And also when you end up having... Tannoth, the pursuer as one of the she's boring. I don't think anybody's going to say she's a great character. I mean, really, even in the end of Empire Number Two, you end up having Carol become part of the Accuser Corps and grab the hammer because she's more exciting than Tannoth. So you put aside also Captain Glory. Anybody a big fan of Captain Glory? He doesn't do any much in this, but still boring. You end up having Morgan the sorcerer. sorceress boring there's just not much to it but there's little things that i did like you do have the idea of wiccan and teddy you end up holkling wiccan they they love each other we get that we also see where at one point you have a little moment where holkling goes goes to like the grave monument of marvell his dad and just, you know, I, I'd really like to have seen you And I, I hope that I can live up to everything you are Things like that, that was nice But then, yeah, then you end up having just more of these attacks By the extreme groups of either the Cree and the Scroll. And one of the things that I thought should have been stressed a little more I wish we got more of uh, Is the Star Sword, the Sword of Stars Excelsior the, the sword that should really be spelled out This is a huge thing in this story already Especially after Empire number two But yet you, you have the opportunity To explain this Where you know people are afraid of it They respect it oh my god it's it's Molnir But a sewer oh my god But you don't get much of it So we just kind of move on From that and go to the next thing And yeah you keep going back to Wick and Hochling Wick and Hochling, which is great but It just it goes back To that without having much so by the End it seems like it's even like Yeah we don't have much to say But we have to fill some page count let's do This but yeah you end up at The end where you know Wiccan Goes off he's got to leave hey you know Remember you know I'll be at home we'll do He goes off and then that's where We go and see the Armada all these Things going which you know leads to The Empire number one There and so with that I think that this Has some good points But it's a little too boring for me I didn't love the art So I'm going to give it a 6.5 A little more than the Guilty Pleasure Avengers book But still not enough It definitely didn't get me in Now what I do worry about Because the next one of these Lords of Empire one shots Is the Celestial Messiah one And again, okay Well, I don't know much of what So that's something where Okay, I, I could learn more from that But when are these coming out? Because you, you should have had these out maybe before this started Or at least right when it started Because these things seem to be, you know Let's get you on board with these characters Like, I hope they don't come out too late Where people are like, really? Like, we're already past this point And I had to go and learn things of my son So we'll see But overall, 6.5 I didn't love either of these books I'm still not fully in I need something to grab me, as I said I don't know, maybe somebody can convince me I'm getting depressed, but Hopefully you at least enjoyed This little, you know, rundown Of these two books, I hope so Uh, Me and Brandon will be back on Tuesday, like I said, we'll be talking About Empire Number 2 I have a feeling Brandon will not like it, but also Wolverine Number 3, which I haven't read yet, I've been told Jay from Canada was telling me That it's awesome, so I can't wait To read that, I keep putting it off because I have to read things for podcast and I keep saying, okay, I'll get done this podcast quick and then I'll go read that Wolverine and I end up it's right now it's almost 1 a.m. So I think I'm going to bed, but we'll see. We shall see how it goes. But Hey, thanks everybody. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that you join us again on Tuesday and I'll talk to you then.